Hi, I'm Michael Cashew. And I'm Adi Cashew, and you're listening to The WAG Podcast. This podcast is about health, wellness, and personal development. Each episode is a short conversation between Adi and I on a single topic with actionable steps. We cover everything from food, mindset, fitness, and relationships. We started WAG because of the way health and fitness changed our lives, so we hope to share a tool or two that helps you along your way. Hello, Adi. Hi. Hey there. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're talking about open prep nutrition. The CrossFit Open is coming up. It is back with some new flair, part of a new- What's the new flair? I think it's part of, you know, the whole season is- I haven't really paid attention. Catch me up. I- You don't know? I'm not like that caught up. I just well, know that like there's- you know. I'll tell you as much as I, I do know, but I feel like- I should probably go to the morning chalk up and read a little bit more deeply or call Tommy Marquez and listen to Talking Elite Fitness. But what I know so far is that the Open is back. It's back to this. It was going to be in October and now it's in late February, early March, I believe. Could be wrong about that too. And it's going back to a similar, similar to the old style of being able to compete at the games. And they're still... Mean? Well, there's still the sanctionals, but I think there's these like 10 official sanctional events versus the just infinite amount that was before. And then those events go into like a semifinals and then a finals. And so I think there's actually kind of like two opens this year, but I'm I'm also not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I feel like I just got. <laughs> That'd be put funny on the spot. if we just made all of that up. Yeah. No. Did you hear that there's going to be a, an event with airsoft uh, rifles? Are you being serious? No. Oh, what's an airsoft rifle? It's like you shoot these little BBs. They're super fun. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't listen to me, but I do know that the open is coming up. That's well, that what I do know. That was two minutes, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. I feel like I was very much put on the spot, but what I do- You are. What People I, will love this. What I do know a lot about- They like you making stuff up. I- Stop. <laughs> I- I am. I, I I think part of what I said was true. <laughs> <laughs> I think they call you a demagogue. You sneak a little bit of truth in with a bunch of lies. It wasn't lies. I was. Uh, I was. I think you're trying to lie to us. Okay, we are going to talk about open prep. What I do know a lot about is preparing for the open. I've been helping people prepare for the open part of. CrossFit competition for six years now, and I've seen a lot that works really well and a lot. You've had some decent athletes too. Just a, a couple pretty decent athletes. I've actually, yeah, we've uh, in the past six years we've had nine podium finishers at the CrossFit Games. So I think I know a little bit about preparing for the Open. So why is nutrition during the Open so important? I don't know that nutrition during the open is so important. I think that it's a really hot topic and people want to know a lot about it. And I think I have some good insights as to where you can focus your attention, how to not make mistakes. Um, But what everybody really wants is to perform at their best. Uh, This is what, whether you are moving beyond the open to whatever the new system is that I just made up a bunch of things about. But whether you are moving beyond the open or you're just, this is your competition of the year, it is a great way to test your fitness. You get to 
compare your scores from the year before. You get to sometimes they put the same workout. You get to see how much fitter you got by if you beat your own score in that particular workout. And everybody wants to perform at their highest capacity as well as just knowing that you're as prepared as you can be um, with your nutrition. Yeah, the goal is not to perform above your capacity, like eating 40 grams of carbs or what like the perfect split of carbs and proteins and a particular type of food. It's not going to give you this special amount of power and energy. Mm-hmm. All we can hope for is to perform at our best. And a lot of it is really about risk mitigation, like not doing something new, not changing something so drastically that your body has some sort of negative reaction, Um, making sure that you have enough food to fuel the workout, but not so much that you feel sluggish. Yeah. And there are definitely mistakes that you can make. So I want to help you figure out how you can avoid making those mistakes that can take you from I'm about to have a great day and a great workout to damn, my nutrition is what has affected me and Mm -hmm. impacted me. I want to help you avoid that. Yeah. One thing we talk a lot about is the time to lose or gain weight is during the off season. That's like the time right after the open or right after the sanctionals when you have a very long stretch of time and your day-to-day performance is not as important. So just leading up to the open and especially not during the open, that's, that is not the time to be focused on losing weight or gaining muscle, especially if your biggest goal is to perform at your best. Yeah, and I think also, also it's people underestimate how important the season leading up to the open is. That is when any athlete in any sport is preparing for a competition, it's not in the last couple weeks before they get to the competition where they're all of a sudden making their gains. That's where they've already made the gains. Whether it's powerlifting or it doesn't really matter any sport, but powerlifting is a great example where you're going into this competition to squat as much as you possibly can. You're not going to put 10 pounds on your squat based on the programming that you had in the two weeks before your competition. It's just not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is at those two weeks before your competition, you are trying to mitigate the risk of ruining all of the progress that you've made. Getting injured. Right. Getting injured. Overtraining yourself. Overtraining. You're just like, this is the opportunity to be confident in all of the work that you've already done. So when I'm coaching someone during the open, I'm reminding them about all of the skills and all of the habits and all of the work that we've already done in the season to help your body prepare for this opportunity and to feel confident that your body knows what to do, that it knows how to use the fuel. And even if you don't do your nutrition absolutely perfectly, you have already done so much work to get your body ready for this opportunity that it shouldn't impact you. There's not a lot. Yeah. It's to feel confident in the work that you've already done. Yeah. And surrender to the fact that it's already done and just let go of the outcome a little bit. Mm-hmm. The hay is in the barn, as they say. The hay is in the barn. That's All it. Right. So what do they do during the open? So a couple things that are really great reminders or things to keep top of mind during the open is one that I already said is that the work is done. You know, lean on the habits that you've already done, the things that you've already built, the what you've already discovered is working for you. So at this time is not 
the moment that you want to change something or do anything that you've never done before. So I'll give an example of what I've done that's been a huge mistake personally. I went to a weightlifting competition and I decided at the weightlifting competition, I'm going to all of a sudden try a supplement that I've never tried before. It was a supplement called C4. If anyone's ever had C4 before, you know you probably shouldn't do that for your first time (laughs) on competition day. So I was with an athlete who swore by C4 and it honestly, I bombed out. I missed all my lifts. It just, my face was itchy. It just like was not, I did not feel good. Um, It was just- My face was itchy. It was. I I believe you. (laughs) What a uncomfortable- uh, I don't know, Situation, sensation to yeah. have during an open workout. And I was just like a little worried about it. Like, why is my face so itchy uh-huh. right now? <laughs> I think it's because like the beta alanine and C4. Uh-huh. Um, or is it arginine? I forget. <laughs> so we're dietitians. This is the opportunity to not try something new and to to stick to what you already know has been working really well. So don't try a new supplement. Don't try, don't try a new food you've never tried before. A big mistake could be, oh, I'm going to try having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with, I don't know, like a huge meal right before, with bacon, right before training and you just like, it doesn't sit well in your stomach and it's something that you've never had before and it just doesn't, it like leaves you feeling just not good Mm -hmm. and that is going to impact your workout. Can we talk about this for a second though? Peanut butter and jelly, jelly and bacon. bacon. That would be delicious. Whoa. I know, yeah. You see, that's the type of creative shit that happens when you're podcasting. Yeah. Okay, that's a huge one. Another one is like, don't treat the open like it's the okay. CrossFit Games this or like a it's a big, one. or it's like some big multi-day event. So I, and I've made this mistake myself. The The CrossFit open workouts are so intense and largely because they're so neurologically taxing like we there's this a full year of build up to it all of the pe- all of your friends are around you a lot of times pe- gyms do like friday night lights so it's so intense and we take it so seriously that it feels more taxing on the body than it actually is and i made the mistake a good bit of times like over rewarding myself i eat like an enormous meal right after and later that night because I'm I'm pretty tired and I'm really eating way more than I need. Like I just did a 10 minute workout. I literally did less work than I usually <laughs> do in a CrossFit class. That's the thing. I think this is what it is huge. People, you, it's like the culmination of a lot of work. You, you've been training for the open. If, even if this is the only thing that you're getting ready for and you're not competing at the CrossFit games or any, any of the later stages of competition, it seems like this is your opportunity to reward yourself and to celebrate. And I would urge you that there's so many ways to celebrate other than, you know, eating so much pizza and so much ice cream and all these foods that you would never eat just because to to celebrate and until you feel sick. You actually are probably tapering at this point and you're not training as hard leading up to that one workout. And the one workout, although it's so, it feels like so much because there's so much pressure on it, but it's just not as much work as you think. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I did that a couple times my first year, and then after that, when I was taking things a little more seriously, I think I would just drink a chocolate milk, and then I would do 
another training session and then come back later that day and do another one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's definitely a long part of the process too. The open is five weeks long and that's a long time. Most competitions are a weekend and or one day or half a day. A five week long competition is very long for you to be just in this like maintenance stagnation phase of I did all the work and now I'm just maintaining and performing my best in these workouts. It's a long time to be checking on your scores, to be practicing the workout, to maybe retest the workout. Like mentally, that's a lot and it can feel really draining and it, and it just feels good sometimes to reward yourself with food. I would focus on other like practices of self, self-care that can help you feel rejuvenated um, without you know, in weeks one, two, and three, you go out with your friends to drink beer and pizza, and then that impacts workouts four and five. Mm -hmm. Talk about testing what you're going to eat beforehand. I think this is probably the most useful, practical advice for people. Yeah. When, When I say something like, don't try something you've never tried before, there is some some benefit to having a way that you eat for a competition. So, when I was competing in weightlifting, I every single time before I weighed in, I made weight and I ate the same thing after every single workout, after every single weigh-in. My my meal after weigh-in would be something along the lines of oatmeal with peanut butter, with fruit, and some maybe some bacon and eggs. Like that, that was just like what I ate every single time after weigh-in, and I knew that how that made me feel. I knew how I performed after I ate that type of thing. Jessica Lucero always ate a meatball sub everywhere we went. She weighed in and then she ate a meatball sub. That's something that we didn't just try a day of competition. Mm -hmm. She didn't weigh in and then all of a sudden felt like, hmm, I want to try to see if a meatball sub makes me feel good. When we would do like test meets or she would go up to openers the week before the competition, we would like see, okay, you're going to weigh, you're going to you're not necessarily going to weigh in because she doesn't need to make weight that day, but you're going to have a meatball sub and then you're going to train and you're going to see how you feel. You can do the same thing with open prep where you can wake up in the morning, you know what time, maybe you're doing a Friday night lights. You can test what you're going to be eating that day. Like keep things, like write it down. I'm going to wake up, I'm going to have bread and eggs and bacon. And ideally do this the weeks leading up. Weeks leading up, yes. So you At the same time of day as mm-hmm. well. And you know, okay, this Friday evening class, I'm going to push really, really hard in this workout and I'm going to treat it as if it was the open. And I might even ask the coach at the gym to specifically watch me and count my reps or judge me in this workout just to add something that makes it actually feel like it is the open, even if it's not. Mm -hmm. And then test out what you eat right before the workout, what you eat right after the workout, and then pay attention to how that makes you feel. If it makes you feel great, awesome. That's what you you know, that's what's going to work for the open workout. If you don't feel great, it gives you an opportunity to try something different. And then that can help you feel more confident going into the open workout. Like I've taken this seriously. And I even think it might not be as much the specifics of what you're eating, but just the fact that you took it seriously enough to think about what I'm going to eat before, what I'm going to eat after. And it makes you feel like a professional. Mm -hmm. And feeling like a professional and having that attitude and that confidence helps you perform better. And at least gives you peace of mind, like you're 
you're not messing something up. That that has a significant emotional, mental load on people when they think that they ate the wrong thing, even if it's not actually having an adverse physiological effect. Like at times I've eaten like a big meal the night before and absolutely crushed it. And then sometimes I had this voice in the back of my head, like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. And I, I, I was just automatically on defense once mm-hmm. the event started. Yeah, I've seen athletes do that before where they have a really big meal the night before and they'll make the mistake of maybe they get on the scale the next mm-hmm. morning and they weigh half a pound heavier. And they're doing pull-ups. And yeah, and there's a gonna, heavy workout. Ruin their so another tip for the open is don't weigh yourself. Like if that type of information will impact you and it's a gymnastics heavy open workout, don't weigh yourself because the half a pound isn't going to make a difference. But the way you think about the half a pound might make a difference. Like, Ooh, if I, or a pound, you know, I'm a pound heavier. My, my pull-ups are going to be harder. My whatever ring dips are going to be harder. It's it, it, the mental impact is greater than the actual weight. So things like noticing what is mentally plaguing you? Because a lot of this is mental. Like we've talked about, you've done all the work, you're ready for this. So just trying to shelter yourself mentally so that you feel as prepared as possible and testing out your food is one of those things. Instead, you can look at yourself in the mirror for 10 minutes and just repeat, you are sexy. You are beautiful. You are light. As soon as you said instead. You are so light. The tone of voice that you started with instead, I knew what you were about to say was about to be complete nonsense. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) Uh, My... my, go to was that that meal that you hate that I make which is chopped up sweet potatoes eggs chicken breast feta cheese I think and some like parsley yeah it was a great meal yeah so that's like your meal I'll I'll give you a couple other examples of athletes that I've worked with of things that they loved and then maybe I'll talk about some things I've not seen work often so that people maybe don't try or Try those, but not on the day of competition. I know that when I was working with Brooke Wells, she loved having like a jam sandwich with white bread before a workout. Like that was just her. I know Katrin loved having raisins. It was just like she absolutely loved having dried fruit before a workout. Someone like Cole is going to have probably just like a pretty regular, you know, rice and chicken or just standard meal before. And in general, what I've seen work is having a carb and protein meal beforehand. Um, And then right before the workout, something that's more primarily carbohydrates, a mix of low glycemic and high glycemic carbohydrates. And what I've not seen work very often at all is having a very high fat meal right before the workout. Mm -hmm. What I've seen happen especially in CrossFit in particular, because the intensity is really high and it's very cardiovascular, that high fat meal can sit in your belly and feel heavy. Um, It's going to take longer to digest. And I've seen athletes feel impacted by Mm. that. Um, So sticking to things that are higher in carbohydrates and protein. The protein is going to help digest the carbohydrates quicker. And then a mix of low and high glycemic carbohydrates, things that you can use more quickly and things that are going to help you like stay with you longer throughout the workout. Mm -hmm. One more thing to your point about just testing things beforehand. It's so 
person dependent. Like I, I think I've told you stories of my old teammates, Mary Lampus and Tommy Hackenbrook eating like, pizza or burgers and beer mm-hmm. the, the night before and I've during heard, a competition. I've heard um, Pat Vellner does that too. Yeah. And it helped them f- take things more lightly and like not, yeah, just not take it as seriously. And it never negatively affected the, their performance. They never complained about it. And those were two of the best CrossFit athletes mm-hmm. in history, especially at the time. So just, yeah, test things out beforehand. Don't switch things up last minute. And it's interesting that you're talking about that because I think a lot of that is a lot of this, like we mentioned, is mental. It's you've already done the work. You're already ready. So if, you know, having a burger and a beer is going to help you just, you know, take it easy and take this all more lightly and not be so intense about it, and that's going to help you perform better in the gym, great. Go for it. You've already done all that you needed to prepare anyways. But if it also is going to impact you mentally in the other way of like, oh no, this beer is going to make it so that I can't perform in tomorrow's workout and my recovery is going to suck and my sleep is going to suck and that's happening, then that's not the right path for you. Mm-hmm. So I wish there was this like secret code, but there just isn't. I thought we were going to put in the show notes the, the secret macro formula. There is no secret macro formula, but we, 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 what we... Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> guys, I am a little sleep deprived, so catching my words is uh, hard. What we will put in the show notes is we have a link to our competition prep guide. Uh, it has way more information on this, and it actually has um, some sections from Active Life RX as well on how to... like avoid injury and recover. There's some training tips from brute strength and more specifics on nutrition and like some examples of things that you can eat pre and post open. Good luck in the open. And I hope this was helpful for you later. Thanks for joining us. Stay in touch by signing up for our newsletter at workingagainstgravity.com or on Instagram at workingagainstgravity. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and refer a friend. We'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you then.